Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Comfort Watch, the podcast where we talk about the movies and TV shows that we turn to time and time for comfort. Happy 2024. I'm Elizabeth. I'm joined by my little spinal tap nugget, Chrissy. Hooty <laughs> hoo party people. Guys, it's been a minute since we recorded, and that's because we have been in the trenches healthwise. You sound stuffed up today. Are yeah, you still sick? For like three weeks. Oh my God. My husband got COVID on Boxing Day. Uh, and then everyone was sick. Then my son was sick. I'm sick. And I'm sick again. My son is sick again. Now you're sick. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. What's, let's just tell everybody what's been going on with you. Yeah. So if I sound weird, it's because I'm horizontal. She's laying down. <laughs> you know that like image of that lady in bed, that beam? Yeah. That's you. Yeah, it is me. Um, you know how, like, I was thinking about this, like, two podcasts ago, where, like, what's our word of the year? And I chose rest. And then 2024 was like, fuck you, bitch. You're going to rest. Yes. You're, like, not even going to be upright. So, yeah. So it's been a lot, almost a week. A week ago, I got a little hole poked in my spine, super casual. It actually is, like, a pretty, like, they make it seem like a, like a no big deal uh, little tests that they do um, but one of the outcomes if uh, it doesn't go well is that it just keeps leaking through that hole your spinal fluid and then it gives you a headache that really really sucks and the only like way to like there's two ways to, to feel better one is to take caffeine pills which I tried and it, made, it was, that was the I would rather have a headache any day than be you can have them by the I'm way gonna take you can take that bottle of caffeine pills because Jesus Christ so I was supposed to take a thousand a day the first 400 I took because I was in so much pain I was like flying high I loved it by that night, I was just like uncontrollably sobbing, being like, I can't be in my own body. Jesse Spano. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so scared. Yeah. So by, I did it for like a day and a half. So I had like 1500 milligrams of caffeine in like 24 hours. And uh, I was like, I can't. I'd rather be in pain. So the other solution to the pain is just to lay down, which like seems like a vibe until like I have to still have to work. Like I still have to edit videos and um, I also have like the worst acid reflux ever so like if i'm gonna lay down like i can't really eat i can't really do anything so i've just been laying about drinking pepsi trying to get like some caffeine in my body without making myself nuts and yeah it's a tough time yeah so uh, tomorrow i'm going back to the hospital and asking them to um plug the hole in my spine yeah yeah which is the thing it's like a real thing but they just they didn't want to do it if they didn't have to do it so i i could heal like they said give it a week and lay down for a week and if you're not better then the hole is still open and yeah it's been a week and i'm it's so better. like it's so bad because as this was happening to you Grey's anatomy this was happening to dr owen hunt really and, like it was yeah. happening to him yeah oh. and so he was like laying down or he was standing up after his car accident or something and he had a headache and then yeah. he goes it only helps when i lay down and i went spinal fluid leak yeah and it was a big deal then so yeah I'm surprised that they don't seem too alarmed by the whole thing like i'm like at any point am i gonna like have a stroke or something they don't seem to care they're just like rest and then yeah you know you might have to come back what like my spine is leaking but yeah i'm gonna go tomorrow the only thing is i have to go to the er because they like don't schedule these things so i have to go to the er and be like 
I'm not an emergency, but, but can wait. you plug my spine? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, yeah, so I have to wait there probably for a long time. And I went there on Wednesday when the pain was really bad because I was like, this is what death feels like. And then it was just smelly and people were just literally there for three minutes and someone called an officer the N-word. Like, what? I was just like, what is, what is, why is this the world? I don't know. Like, my head hurts so bad and you're doing racial slurs. Like, it was just horrible. Mm. But I've already got my outfit set out for tomorrow. Good. (laughs) And packed my little bag and I'm ready to go. So it, it should be fine. I should be fine. I just... It's um, uncomfortable to be in pain and then have people around you who are scary at the same time. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than being in pain. Oh, I don't even... Like, I don't think I've ever been in pain like that before. And, like, she asked me out of 10 what my pain was. And I said 9, but I... Like, if I was more myself, I would have been like, I've never had a baby. I don't know what real pain is. But I was like, I had my head down on the triage desk as she was asking me questions. It's like a baby's coming out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I've never been in so much pain that I couldn't because I I live it I live with headaches all the time and I you some people you would they would never know I had one I've been in, in pain at like a lunch and been in so much blinding pain you can't tell because I'm like smiling and in my head I'm going keep smiling you're okay you'll make it when you get home you can lay down this I was like I don't know what's happening she wow. was like reading off things to me and I said I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh no yeah it was really bad but then once i learned i could lay down i've just been i've just been laying down since wednesday it's sunday well that's good have um you know keeping in the theme of comfort has there been anything that you've done watched (laughs) comfort wise that's been helpful to you okay so we're doing comfort wrecks yeah but i think it's like a special edition well i actually don't really have anything for this because i'm not comfortable i have not been comfortable um lots of ice packs on my head but before this point so because we have we're supposed to have been recording now for three four weeks i know <laughs> and i've along the way been like oh that's a good wreck honestly at one point even stacy said that i should do this do an uncomfortable wreck and i was gonna recommend salt burn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but i think we're past that point if you haven't seen it already i don't think you're going to yeah yeah no need um but my other comfort wreck was i finished the book um tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and it was really really good it was really emotional did you cry no but i was like just i didn't know i didn't know like i didn't look anything up and i like to be surprised but no one tells you that i didn't know i've seen so many things about it and no one brought up a major plot point that very much took me by surprise oh yeah it was good though i don't care about video games but i did when i was reading it so yeah see that whole plot would be enough not to make me read it but since you said it was good i might give it a shot oh it's so good i wish i had the physical one i could give you but i read it on my kindle you can take my kindle if you want okay no the video game thing is like an inter like a really interesting part of laying out relationships and stuff like i loved it i thought it was really good like you didn't need to know anything about gaming in order to get it because i don't really game yeah but that's i don't know i don't think i have other comfort racks. i have a rotation of three um i think they're called headache cats mm. in my freezer uh, if anyone has a recommendation for one that stays colder longer i am all ears i have to change them out every like 20 minutes but 
other than that i have no recommendations what do you have um i have a kind of an older one it's not a new show but pen 15 oh yeah i came across like a reel of it the other day on instagram so i posted it to our stories and i was like <laughs> man this show is so good it was so good it it is if you're a millennial it's scarily accurate and it's an uncomfortable watch because yes. there's some parts where they're exp- they're learning things about their bodies and it's uncomfortable but it is so funny and so real yeah it's a funny show to watch i watched it like with jeff and i feel like it was him getting a peek into me at like 12 years old and i was really uncomfortable with him watching it yeah. with me so it's about two best friends maya and anna they're best friends in real life they're supposed to be in the seventh grade in the year 2000 but they play the characters and everybody else around them is, is actually is children. actually 12 or 13 I years old i love that and it's so awkward it's so funny it's definitely worth watching i don't know where you can find it i think hulu has it in america I'm not yeah, even I don't sure. know what I watched. I haven't even. I think I only watched the first season, and I never went back. And I feel shitty about it. I gotta go back. And well, I think they took a break because both of them had babies. Oh, so I know that there's a season two. I don't know if there's a season three yet, but I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, comfort wreck. What do I got? This isn't really a comfort wreck, but we just wanted to say thank you to a couple people who have messaged us lately. We always, like, getting messages is still so new for us, but it's so strange but sweet. Yeah. Like, I love everybody who messages us. Yeah. So we want to say thank you to Kelly for messaging us, and we want to say thank you to Coasty. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, for messaging us because... You guys just made our weeks, and it was a really hard week, and, you know, the past couple of weeks was really tough health-wise, but just talking to you guys and chatting was so fun, and if you have movie recs that you want uh, us to do, yes. message us if there's something that you like that we should check out. Yeah, we just, we loved chatting with people. It was so fun. And this week, even though we haven't been able to really uh, enjoy it, our tiktok kind of popped off a little bit and our instagram so there might be like new people yeah which is pretty fun so if real about amy march people had a lot of opinions on i agree i don't know like i agreed i feel like a lot all the comments i read i was like you're right every single one so i was like there is no right way to do this like we're placing all the girls from teenage to adulthood only replacing amy having the same actress do both i'm sorry but maybe louisa may alcott made a mistake in how she wrote this maybe they should have done like a boyhood richard linklater (laughs) thing where they just follow them for like seven years (laughs) wow we should pitch that's what we should pitch to greta start following a family of girls really young i told you i'm waiting for the sofia coppola version of little women i feel like it would be beautiful to watch yeah, we'd finally see Joe Marsh's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> the sex scenes in Little Women. Wow. Hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I went back to work. Oh yeah, that's a big deal. That's a really a big deal. A lot of deal. things have been happening. I went back to work after an 18-month mat leave. I know, wherever you live in the world, that may be shocking to you. Other places, you're like, so short. I think I did okay. Yeah. I think I've done okay. I emotionally so. been a little well tough i miss my little baby so much when he's little at man, daycare little man's out in the world he's and busy it, you know it didn't hit me until he stopped crying at daycare drake drop oh. off and then i was like oh see i thought that's what you'd want like he's fine you would think so like you're you're not harming him emotionally you would think so but, but then like, i start crying you're like now i need you to want me yeah my little buddy now he's sick and can't go to daycare tomorrow oh so God. i'm back in the workforce i have to go into the office this uh tuesday oh really yeah so i gotta make 
I gotta wear hard pants. Hard I gotta pants. wear real clothes. Boots. Toronto, baby. Oh, I'm so scared. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be freezing. It's so cold here now. I haven't been outside in like five days, but I've heard. <laughs> well, you're gonna go out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the emergency down, room. downtown Hamilton Hospital tomorrow. Oh, Not gosh. looking forward to gonna it. Gonna be so good. I feel like there's stuff what we're forgetting, but again, we are operating maybe at like I'm maybe at seventy percent. You're at. 20? 32, yeah, yeah, for sure. And buffering. But yeah. we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come right back with this week's movie. And we're back. Sorry, we um we lied to you last episode. Think, you know what? It was 2023. It was a different world. It was a different time. It was a different spine. We're working with different things now. So we were going to do When Harry Met Sally. And this is something we pushed it off until the end of the year when everyone's like, it's a fall movie because it's like a juggernaut. Like we just weren't emotionally prepared for it and we've decided you know what we're gonna push it <laughs> yeah we kept putting it off and we're like why do we not want to watch this movie we both love this movie but something about it is like i don't know it's, it's daunting it's, it is it is daunting like i was like it should be two episodes like we just i think we're just not there and this week we just needed we really needed a win you know yeah <laughs> we needed something and we, we learned from doing little women is that you guys are just like us yeah and you love the weird shit that we like and we you know we were kind of worried when we did that episode that everyone would be like I, we didn't even know this movie existed Greta Gerwig only and it's nice to see that like we found our people mm-hmm. and we think our people would also really like mermaids the 1999 sorry 1990 1990. film starring winona ryder Cher, bob hoskins christina ricci and a little heartthrob we like to call michael scofling Mm -hmm. i i love this movie i was only three when it came out but i feel like it was on tbs a lot do you remember that probably we had it on vhs oh you did i remember the tattered you remember when vhs is so like everyone at least on tiktok and stuff even well when they reminisce about vhs they'll show the plastic yes no, no these are the sleeves these are the sleeves that would get like all frayed. tattered and frayed around the edges and stuff and i i can like feel the mermaid vhs sliding out of the sleeve like i know i love was that it movie. pink no it was the cover Black. with like the with it was like gray I oh and sure they're with, in the tub with, in the bathtub yeah so good well i watched that that was like one of our constant rotation movies as a as when we were kids and i i think i've seen it maybe once or twice in adulthood but rewatching it oh, every part of it i was like oh my god i love this movie so yeah much. rewatching it there were a couple parts where i was like oh i maybe they edited that out or maybe i just didn't put this together but there's a little trauma there's a little bit of trauma there's, there's a little some trauma there should be some uh, like nowadays would be some trigger warnings of like like the doctor scene right and like, stuff like without that without her consent yes yeah um but overall oh my god i this is one of those movies though that i'm like when you hear about people trying to like pitch scripts and how how people treat people trying to make movies how did this movie get made so quickly after the book was published yeah and the book must have been quite a hit in order for so i downloaded the ebook yesterday it's only 178 pages oh really i want to read it it's a novella yes is it all in joe in joe march's mind it's all from charlotte's perspective (laughs) which is one of the criticisms that they had for the movie is why is this more a vehicle for Cher and Bob Hoskins relationship when in reality it's mostly Charlotte and yeah. it's it's still her narration still like a lot of the same plot points but there are some things that are left out yeah 
And even with the billing, uh, Winona Ryder is third after Cher and Bob Hoskins. That's crazy. I feel like, is this one of her first movies, though? She seems so, so young. I don't, this was one of the first movies that she got a Golden Globe nomination for. Wow. Uh, for Best Supporting Actress. This just feels, she feels, she just seems so different than in Little Women. There's like a confidence in Little Women that she doesn't seem like she has in this movie. So it's four years later. She probably had, um, no, so she had Heather's before? Beetlejuice. Yeah, those were her two wow. big hits right before. And Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands Was technically. Was even before that? It came out the same year as Mermaids, but wow it's billed as before it's crazy though that she's supposed to be a 15 year old in mermaids i think she was 19 in real life i was looking up everybody's ages because right well because also the share i didn't realize this later in the movie reveals what her age is by saying she was one year older when she had charlotte so that means she's 31 in real life share was 44 she looks amazing okay i wrote to, i have one note i wrote for this movie i said there's never been anyone hotter than share in mermaids i don't the whole time could be like that body that hair the cheekbones oh the makeup gosh. i was like looking at it thinking 44 what kind of work are we talking about in the, the late 80s early that 90s magic work i don't even know we should go back in time to that kind of the if like she, was she going to tur- was she going to turkey was she going to asia like where are we getting know. that kind of work she where it loves- seems seamless and like i kept being like her face is so symmetrical even yeah like and she has these like big features but the i don't everything about it i was like this is my ideal if i could pick what i could look well, like i would just be like share mermaids we know she had the nose job after the study and share show yeah but those looks cheeks great. i mean she looks fantastic the cheekbones are insane for it, anybody who doesn't know what this movie is about it is essentially think of gilmore girls with religious trauma yeah so it's Rachel Flax is Cher, and she has two daughters, Charlotte, played by Winona Ryder, and Katie, played by Christina Ricci in her very first movie. And That's Charlotte, uh, by the way. it's through Charlotte's eyes of watching her mother, who is, they really portray her as promiscuous, but it just seems as though she's just a single woman, a single woman, maybe looking for, not looking for a man to save her, but can't really cope with rejection so whenever things go bad she just picks up and leaves town yeah so which i love i love that too so her her girls have moved around a lot and charlotte is really leaning into catholicism almost as to make it seem as though she lives by a moral code that her mother doesn't yeah. because she still has these hormonal teen thought she's 15 that's why and- i kept thinking like why is this woman so determined to be a nun if she's she's at the dirtiest little mind right and I'm like way worse she's than like any take me right now show. i want to sit in your lap but she it's... licks his leather jacket when he when she trips and he catches her she licks it like she is a horny little she is weasel and she's like oh but i want to be but i'm not my mother because i have this moral code she's to live way by worse than her mom. and it's almost <laughs> as if she has um they said and they reference it later that a teacher thought that charlotte had psychological problems maybe some kind of like obsessive compulsive disorder yeah i love it is what we're dealing with but anyways movie starts they move to a small town out of outside of boston and they live in the house by the water where the caretaker is a man named joe peretti played by michael scofling who i like what's your relationship with him pretty much just 16 candles listen what else is he in the he's good. in a little movie called wild hearts can't be broken oh do you remember that movie no it's about diving horses in the 1930s no it's so good 
I found him. He's one of those men that coded into like what I find super attractive. Yeah. And then he was like, he was a model and an actor. This is one of his last movies that he just gave up Hollywood to become a furniture maker. Oh, is that what he did? I started Googling and then I stopped because I wanted you to tell me all the secrets. Yeah. His daughter, his daughter, Scarlett is a model and she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But she rarely posts anything about her family. And I want to be like, what is your dad doing? He like has an old timey face. Like he's like, like a, like a Rock Hudson. I don't know. Something about him is very like 20s, 30s. He's so handsome. So handsome. Like, like just traditionally handsome. I do, though, now as an adult, hearing the ages they were supposed to be in the film the was thing. very upset. But I was under the presumption that he was 18. Like, I thought that he was 18 and the, he's 26. To Charlotte's 15. Yes. And the mom, I don't know if it's playful Yes. As if teasing her to think that there's no way she'll ever like act on asking a guy out yeah. is almost encouraging. She's teasing her about Joe. But in reality, she's only five years older than Joe. She's much more of an appropriate partner for Joe. That's true. That's very true. He's 11 years older than her and she's an actual child. I did not realize when she goes, I'm 15 when she was driving. I was like, she's 15. And then she's like, he's good looking. He's 26. What? Maybe it was a different time. It's said in the 60s. Maybe it was a different time. Maybe 21, something just 26 is on the other end of adulthood. So, as somebody who had a crush on a 24 year old when I was 16, yeah, I get how when you're younger, you don't think about the legalities. Oh, I understand from her perspective. For his sure. perspective. From his perspective, what is he doing? I don't know. And they never, they don't give him any lines. So when she's like, they don't, he never, they never talk about it. No, they really just make it seem like he was this all-star football guy who one day just had a breakdown. His girlfriend left. They say that she was probably pregnant. Yeah, the way his yeah, mom he died to that. Yeah. So he's kind of like a Boo Radley who works at a convent, but he's super hot and everyone wants to date him in yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah, you don't say much. He reminds me a lot of Sam Hunt, the country singer. Oh, my God. Which, listen. We're not going to talk about this. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> you got dark hair. You got strong brows. We're in. Nice. And like Flynn. It was so good. Yes, they really pushed that. I have a note. My first note that I made when they show Cher, the moment Cher came on screen, yeah. I was so happy. She's mesmerizing to watch. She is. Star power. I stared at her the whole time. I think she I think she's so beautiful and like I don't know her aesthetic she had like also like the perfect like body shape for that era like the clothes they were putting her in even in the like the final scene where she's wearing like high-waisted jeans and a little sweater so good like she's she's just got like the perfect aesthetic for that like stunning I just I can't believe she's 44 I know it's wild that's insane. Maybe I could look like that at 44. Absolutely not. Well, this gives me hope that, like, I could turn this ship around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get off this couch, it's oh, over for you, God. bitches. If I won, like, millions of dollars, I would go to a doctor with her photo and be like, this peas. I'd even go with Cher now. Oh, she- Oh, yeah, she's better looking than I'll ever be, even in her 70s. But, like, oh, my God. I don't know. That whole, like, I remember her clothes, but every time I was like, I can't wait for an outfit change. Like, every, so good. that white coat that she wears uh, when Christina Ritchie's in the hospital with, like, the one button and then the little black cigarette pants. Like, every, 
perfect i didn't love the polka dot dresses i don't like the pink one but the blue one i thought was fine but the pink one and i don't like that she wore it again later in the movie no i don't like the pink one either but everything everything else it's an interesting thing because the character of rachel flax is she's a hard ass yeah she loves attention from men but it seems like at an arm's length in a way the food that she prepares. Yeah, there's no way that Amy Sherman Palladino did not completely build Lorelai off of this character. It's very Lorelai coded. Just marshmallows everywhere. Like, it's, yeah. And I didn't even think I really thought about that that much until, I don't know if I've ever put it together that I love them both and they're basically the same thing. They're very similar. I love it so, she makes skewers with like maraschino cherries and marshmallows and i love bob hoskins face every time he picks up a piece of food that she makes it's like (laughs) he's in awe when she cuts charlotte's (laughs) sandwiches that she made for joe and there's a shriek of no No! it's so so funny like could you just imagine unwrapping a star-shaped sandwich oh my god 75 percent of the sandwich is gone i know that's what i was thinking what a waste maybe that's how she stays so skinny it's so cute she doesn't eat the whole time no if you notice she's chain smoking yeah she's everything about her I don't know why, like, I envy that parenting. Like, I like it. Okay, so this is one thing that I... There's a a part where they go to parent-teacher night, and her friend Mary says, that's my mom over there. Yeah. I want to be like your mom. Yeah. It seems as though people don't... People who have a mom, like Cher, who's maybe, like, super beautiful, gets a lot of male attention, don't love it. Yeah. Even... I was watching Gilmore Girls the other day, and... uh, everyone's staring at Roy's dad when she brings him to Yale and she goes I hate having hot parents is that what she said yeah she literally says, I hate having hot parents I think it's yeah of course you resent that and I can see why Charlotte doesn't like having her as a mom but I'm someone that like the thought of I don't like this let's pick up and move that's you oh that's my that's who I want to be I'm so jealous of that like ability to feel like you could when I'm really I'm such like a homebody little hermit that doesn't want to ever go anywhere but like the there is a big part of me that loves that like you can fit everything in a couple bags and you can go see and i think that rachel is so fragile she comes across super tough but anytime charlotte pushes her for answers she just falls apart oh she's built like a very strict system of how she navigates her life and it's like you can't you can't throw cracks in it for her she has to stay that way if this was like if it was just a laura library type of thing it would be like there's no reason why those two would stay together except for katie katie plays the glue between these two so much yeah and I, I, I think I, a lot of the movie, I was like wishing Renona Ryder would be more warm to her mom and that they could have a fun relationship. And I guess they do reveal that in the end that they can. But like kind of bummed me out that like she couldn't appreciate that her mom was kind of like fun and cool. Yeah, but I feel like if you have a fun and cool mom, you want the mom who stays home and bakes cookies. Like when she lies and goes to that family's house. I'm Sal Val. (laughs) My brother Al. Her psychotic break. I feel like needed more explanation in the movie or like what happened after like was she okay or was she just like vibing with the idea of being with that family or did like she seemed a little broken she seemed a little loose a little manic a little yeah yeah it's it doesn't really make sense we'll get back to that in a second but there's a part where 
Rachel says, if you could stop being a little bitch for two hours. Yeah. Where I was like, I don't know if I approve of a mother calling her daughter a bitch. I mean, sure, my mom's <laughs> called me that a whole bunch. But like, if you're somebody who wants stability lovingly, like your mom talking to you as if you're her peer. Yeah. Or your her, your girlfriend is, is, not, is very unhealthy. Especially when she seemingly gives it to Katie the way she does it to Charlotte. Yes. I think honestly that like, I think I just like Cher's character that oh. I'm like, I, sh- I support your decision. <laughs> Yeah, you could do anything. You can do anything you want. You're beautiful, and she seems smart. I don't know, but no, I do, I do get it. But like, I think that I always craved a relationship with a family member that was with someone who was more casual or more like me. Like I'm more crass and more of a like a casual person, and I like that her mother is casual. like that. Casual, casual. <laughs> but Charlotte is so like uptight that she can't embrace any of her mom. I feel like there's a balance that she's not striking. No, in the book, apparently, there's more about the dad. And the dad comes and goes in in Rachel's life Mm -hmm. a bit more. Because if you're by 15 still thinking that your dad's coming back who you haven't seen from from four, maybe he's not coming back. Also... When Cher revealed, she said that her husband left her while she was giving birth to Charlotte, but then revealed that she had Charlotte at 16, but also revealed that they had a wedding. Right. So that means they got married at 15 or 16. Right. The timelines don't really make a lot of sense. No. Because then she said, I was under the impression that she's like, I graduated high school and I left. Yeah. She didn't say with a baby, which might be true. She had her first paycheck. She got her degree. So she left. Yeah. But maybe it's to show that the story changes a little bit with everybody yeah that's true that's true i never really thought about it i just kept yeah my i'm I'm someone who's always like timelines trying to line up timelines and being like when did this happen and she still from 15 years old goes by mrs flax when she hasn't been married true since then and he left her while she was giving birth i don't know and then at one point also renona Ryder says to christina ritchie she says christina ritchie says can like bob hoskin be our dad and she, Renora Ryder says, we have one. They don't have one. Right. They have two different ones. And I think that that's why in the book, it shows that maybe there was a figure that came back in. Because yeah. she said he came back at f- when they were little to ask for a divorce. But it's almost as if Katie doesn't know that her dad isn't Charlotte's dad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. She said, we have one. It's like, she already explained that her dad, but maybe, maybe that's also a lie. That's Rachel lying. Yeah, what do you think of Bob Hoskins as a romantic lead? I lo- I love him so much. He looks at her with such hunger. Uh, like if you know in, in cartoons when they turn into like a, a turkey or like a piece of meat, yeah, with like little steam rising. Oh, That's yeah. what he looks at her. He's like. like holding his face with both of his hands with like two different places. Just he can't like handle her. Yeah, he thinks she's so hot, but also so aggravating, and, and he can't believe she's talking to him. Yeah, but at the same time, he's he's very confident. So I don't confident. know. I especially because he's like a foot shorter than her. Like I love I love a confident man. I don't love a short man. I don't love a hairy man. But still, I love a pocket prince. I've always said travel size men. They have a confidence <laughs> about them that they have to be charming. That's true. He I I love him in this movie. He's so his face. He's like really good facial expressions. He's. I'm a great comedy actor, I think. And I was trying to think of, like, what else do I love him in? But, like, S. Me and Hook. Yeah. And then 
that what's the movie where they're cartoons and in oh, real Roger life? Oh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I think those are the only other things I've seen him in. Well, I mean, this if this was the only thing, that's pretty good. He's great. Did you like him as a love interest? Um, until I saw his little sholdy hair. <laughs> I knew it. I literally love, like, I love, I love a hairy man. Don't get me wrong. So long as the the hair is front facing, like you could even be bald. I don't even care about that. But Not when I saw his little like back sweater, I couldn't. I just, I can't, like. I'm not of I'm not evolved yet to accept back hair on men. I just but that I love that scene though when they're in bed together after the first time they sleep together and it's only the first time they've ever even hung out like she's bought shoes from him then they eat breakfast and then they immediately go to get into bed together but she is so comfortable with him she goes and gets like pretzels and a pepsi and mm-hmm. is like he's about to drink it she rips it out of his mouth like and he's like so uncomfortable right. and trying to navigate this woman and she's acting like she's done this a thousand times and nothing bothers her and she's like i'm actually surprised you're good in bed and i just love that whole scene that yeah. i'll take the i'll take the shoulder hair i just love their interactions so much yeah the shoulder hair was a lot for me to take in (laughs) other than that i thought he was the sweetest man the way he kind of brings the girls to his house and they have sleepovers and you know they try making this family dinner and the girls seem so happy with him i know and that really makes rachel upset yeah and they don't actually really reference it fully but he clearly has had daughters because he has rooms with like butterflies on the wall and he said his kids are grown up and gone but he never says daughters and she alludes to like don't tell me how to raise my girls like you've done it already type of thing but I kind of wish they like talked about that a little bit more that he was like I've literally had a 15 year old daughter and that's why he's like so protective of her but they don't really explain it but I I think that's the vibe why would there be a bedroom with two beds and butterflies on the wall yeah I didn't really like think too much into that I was really like, oh what a nice little guest like, room he's so protective of her and is always like you need to deal with your daughter and like talk to her and why is she like this and he's the one who goes to picks her up in the other town when in in yeah. Connecticut when she drives away. Well, that's the thing is like this is this false identity that Rachel has of being this progressive parent who doesn't talk to her kid about anything. Her yeah. daughter thinks that she got pregnant by kissing a boy. I- <laughs> Like, how are you so, like, you can't, like... Hallelujah, she leaves the I get pregnant just by hanging my jeans next, what is it, to someone. Yeah. Joan Arc? That was so funny. So good. But that's where it's, she doesn't talk to her about anything. She doesn't explain how she feels, how when uh, Charlotte could feel. It's just kind of, I am not like other moms, but do as I say and I'm not going to talk to you about anything else yeah I don't know how if you also you think your mom's a hoe but you don't even know what hoe one is true like why didn't she tell her anything well you'll be shocked when you find out yeah I do want to go back though to Bob Hoskins as their parent and did you your whole childhood want that bedroom with the fish and the fish light no I don't (gasps) like the under the sea thing what I wanted that scares me the idea of that lamp that spins that would show like fish on the walls and the whole just putting your mattress in the middle of the bedroom I I'm pretty sure I asked my parents for that and they were like we're not painting the ceiling blue you can get the, the ceiling was yellow oh yeah because it was the sun and like yeah. Or, yeah i wanted that so bad i i've had that image in my mind for a long time as like that's the perfect childhood bedroom or just even the perfect 
someone to like pick up and do that instead of being like, no, we're not painting my room that way. Yeah. This is my house. I'm not yeah. Painting, like, the, uh, under the sea. He loved them so much. He did. And okay, but there is a very problematic scene where he says to her, I have never wanted to hit a woman the way I want to hit you right now. I didn't think that was problematic because he didn't hit I her. I gasped. I guess. I don't think, I think because he didn't hit her. I, if anyone's man said that to me, I'd, I'd staircase him. He'd be down the bottom of those attic stairs. In 1963, if someone told me they hadn't hit a woman, I'd be like, really? Not even out of love? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I guess it's a different time. I don't know but why I saw that as he's angry, a good man, like, Savannah. He didn't hit her. angry man, I just, I, I hate it. So even the fact that, like, he verbalized feeling it yeah to me took him like out of the really? running see i thought like this is a mature man he's like he leaves the room he gives her space he says he wants to hit her and doesn't i thought that was like kind of hot maybe talk about <laughs> that in therapy because that's not okay <laughs> like that's not okay to i don't me. know he, he didn't she hit she hit what's her face i yes she hits charlotte and that's way more traumatic to me yes being hit by a parent is very traumatic yeah it's i would a, say much more than being told i want to hit you yeah but then there's like a feeling like it's not the first time either with, with charlotte and rachel no and it's uh it's it's very disturbing when that happens i was really upset yeah there's there's quite a few moments in this movie that if you've experienced things in your childhood mm-hmm. that this might movie might upset you there are a lot of there is a lot of fun there's a lot of barcelona and then a lot of um uh, that's yeah. not okay let's unpack that and then yes. they're laughing two minutes later yeah that's also true let's go back and talk about joe and charlotte and their kiss when the president dies oh god so in the book they make a big deal that charlotte is the only one who doesn't cry when the president is shot oh joe is very upset and so she goes up to a bell tower which is like kind of quasimodo-y yes and just kisses him yeah it's so wrong many many times and then also with the like the alarming statues she's like staring at and i remember (laughs) so i dated this guy in high school (laughs) that um he his job on the side was like helping his uncle clean churches okay and one time he's like i have to go clean this church but like we're there by ourselves like do you want to go and like get frisky in the church so we went to the church basement yeah we went to the church basement and started like fooling around and there was i don't even know it was somewhere in hamilton like off of parkdale okay but i was just so hot for this guy probably yeah maybe i was just so hot for this guy i did not care his name was rocky what yeah. i've never heard of this story before and he had i think like a shakespeare quote tattooed from like shoulder to shoulder around his chest in high school yeah well i was i was doing my victory lap of high school because i dropped out but yeah like i think he was 19 18 or 19 so was i wow yeah he was i thought he was the hottest guy in the whole world and then he ghosted me but not only me he ghosted like i he was a friend's cousin and even his cousin was like he's ghosted the fate like we don't know where he is like he disappeared so i didn't feel so bad about it because in the bell tower uh it turned out he um maybe was addicted to drugs and i didn't know it's a good chance yeah um but i remember like <laughs> like just bra and make it out in a basement of a church and there's so many for some reason they had an extra stockpile of like virgin mary statues audience and i remember staring at them too while we were making out and being like this is like 
I am born like born Catholic, baptized, all of the the sacraments or whatever. But I am an atheist in belief. But even then, I was like, this is still so raw. Like you can't do this in a church. And his uncle showed up, so nothing. We didn't we didn't do anything too far in a church. How least. have I never known this story? I don't really talk about this. <laughs> I mean, interesting. You know how when I was single as an adult, and we call it like the year of D. I had like a summer of handjobs. <laughs> that sounds the last time I, I was the fact single. that you now have carpal tunnel. In your- <laughs> How do you think I got and it? And you say, "Of course, I owned a bakery." <laughs> yeah, sure. It was. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the summer of '07, and I was handing out the jobs, oh the jibbers, gosh. left and right. <laughs> He was hot, though. I wonder if he's still hot. I need a photo. I was dressing like I, I was always business casual because it was 2007, and mm-hmm. he was just so hot. Like, I, uh, it was bad. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, I'm, st- I'm, I'm stunned speechless. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Made out in a church basement. Topped I never told off. you that. I think no. it's because I felt so much shame because it was a church basement. Yeah, but I've told you where I've done things. What is church parking lot? Church parking lot? <laughs> Graveyard? <laughs> Everywhere but the church. Uh, we're wow. S- this is you. why, though, we're like, give Rachel a break, because we're hoes. Well, I think it's real easy to judge your mom when you think that kissing can lead to pregnancy. That's true. <laughs> it's real easy to think that things are bad. And everything's so black and white yeah. when you think that kissing is bad. Oh, my God. But then it's like there is parts where she alludes to like, like not coaxing her through like being a teenage girl and being like, it's normal. But she really teases her a lot. Which Yeah. Oh, she might actually get a boyfriend type thing. Yeah. And I think you're old enough now to have a boyfriend. I don't know why Rachel in one way acts like I don't need a man. They're an accessory. But then also is like, yeah, but you're only worthy or like you should be going towards this goal of having a boyfriend. It's more like Gilmore-esque. Yeah, I think a part of it is that Charlotte is so uptight and religious that her mom is just teasing her. Yeah, being like, maybe you should do all these things. And Charlotte's like, I could never because... Well, the fact that, listen, being a single mom is hard. Being a single mom in the 60s when everybody else is married. Yeah. I can't even imagine how hard that would be. When, like, your your pay discrepancy, she's not getting child support. She has, you know, secretarial jobs. Like, it must be really hard. I can't, I don't blame somebody for thinking, like, I need to hitch my my cart to a different horse to, like, keep my... Lights I know, on. but then she's got oceanfront property. She's right? renting, right? She has to have yeah. But then he's like, let's move in together. And she's like, no. Because I feel like she doesn't ever want anyone to hurt her. No. But then there's a thing, too, of like, if you're with somebody who treats you so bad, and this other guy who has a wife, like, you don't even know what it looks like when yeah. somebody is good to you or yeah. could be good to you. Yeah. But she also maybe just wanted Charlotte to not... To, like, age out of where she was. Yeah. So that, like, oh, she can't get pregnant as a teen because she hasn't had a boyfriend until she's... Yeah. My mom was married at... Was married at 20. Yeah. Engaged at 19. Had my sister at 21. Yeah. I didn't even touch a boy until 22. (laughs) So we're safely there. But, like, you know what I mean? I love that I bought my first house with a boy at 22. And I was just like, oh... 
<laughs> is it supposed to look like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was terrified. <laughs> terrified. Yeah. I think the 15 thing really bugs me. She's way too young to even be teasing that she should have a crush on a 26 year old but do you remember like what it was like when someone caught wind that you had a crush on anybody i know and they were like like i remember when i liked my friend's brother his whole family knew yeah. and they would be like oh libby's here to see tim blah 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 uh. like they knew, and i i like I, I would be like sweating like physically sweating and nothing ever <laughs> happened he held my hand once that's it oh like, yeah but I was like 19. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. I just, I feel so bad for Charlotte because it's kind of blind leading the blind here. Yeah. No one's figured this out. And Katie's just bit bopping around <laughs> going swimming. What did you think of the wine drinking scene? She, okay. I, as in, in like the concept of two sisters, the mom's out and they're like, okay, you can have a little bit of wine. That's not that weird to me. But the fact that why does Katie chug two glasses behind her back? What does she think is like, what a reckless little crazy kid. Yeah. She just starts chugging it. It was seemed like the very un-Katie thing to do. Yeah. If you watch her the whole time, like you don't take your eyes off her and start looking at what Charlotte's doing. She's just pouring glasses of wine and chugging them Wait, it's so bad it's so i couldn't i didn't remember like i'm like how did she get that drunk but that's what it is charlotte's not a great big sister um i think it's one of those things where she probably has to be well she said i thought i pretended you were mine so yeah like she's that's a mom true she probably not... yeah that's true she kind of just wanted a night out yeah she wanted well, a girl's night out for that night she was pretending to be your mom essentially she did her hair like her and wore her clothes and then she was like here have some wine true Maybe it was like like a snapshot of what her life was like when she was 10. What did, do you think when... I'm backing up a little bit before we get there. Because I feel like this is the catalyst for Charlotte going after Joe. Mm-hmm. The Of Rachel kissing Joe in front of... Do you think that was... I feel like that was on purpose. Yeah. It felt a little purposeful to hurt Charlotte. Oh, yeah. I think that... I don't know why. Rachel's like not in competition with Charlotte, but... I think she just wants to, like, rile her up. But she knows she's so fragile, so I don't know why the fuck she's doing that. I don't know. But it's like she just wants her to change. And, like, she spends a lot of time just saying, like, talk to me. Tell me what thing, like what's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I'll help if I can. And I think she's just trying to, like, shock Charlotte out of her behavior, her, like, internal monologue. Like, it's not the way to do it. It seemed as though it was self-destructive for Rachel because she had just really turned down Bob Hoskins, Lou. Yeah, that's also true. And so she was just kind of like, what can I do that's damaging is kiss this guy. But yeah. then when Charlotte races out and is like, you kissed her? Yeah. I want Joe to be like, you're 15, baby. You're he, that's, 15. This is the part where he says nothing. It's never explained. Rachel goes in the house laughing and talking to Kate and like you miss poo poo face yeah, yeah it just goes in and then it's like not resolved and then a couple scenes later she's trying to get Joe to sleep with her and she does yeah so like she gets over it pretty fast I don't even know if it was really necessary I don't think that she did I think that's why she did it oh I think that's why she did it because she that's was why like she dressed like her mom though because she's absolutely. like if this is what you're into absolutely that's creepy as fuck but the, isn't that I think like she's saying seeing that her mom gets whatever she wants gets whatever man she wants by dressing like that so she puts on that stuff gets a little drunk then they take their little blankets and they teetle toddle over to the convent i think i thought when i was younger that she just wanted to look 
older. No, I think she wanted to look but like her it mom. It was right after her mom was able to like take that relation. Um, that's creepy. I don't like when Cher has blonde hair. Like she no. looks great as the mermaid, but like even now when I see Cher with blonde I hair, know. I'm like, what are you doing? Take one for all of us. She's just wearing all wigs. of us girls with dark hair. She's just wearing wigs because if you see her, she does multiple interviews sometimes with like one press junket. And sometimes her hair is blue. True. She's not wearing her own hair. True. But that wig, I remember when I was little, I, I think obviously when I was little, I was like, I don't know what the 60s are versus the 80s. But that costume does not seem like it's from the 60s. No. It's very 80s. It's like the big, big jewel head pieces. And like, the, I don't even know that fabric is like very like dance competition 1989. I like, love it though. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's I supposed to be 1963. I forgot that it was New Year's. I yeah. thought it was Halloween. Oh yeah. Imagine if someone was like, look, why don't we know anybody who throws themed parties? Not that I would go, but like, I just I would know. I think invited. I've thought about this a lot because on TikTok, there's so much, the kids now love a themed thing and even they do like even everyone has to bring something to a themed like food party and right. I, I would be so annoyed that i have to do it but i'm very jealous that no one like no one wants me to come to these things but when like like everyone's a chris at this party because it's like chris's birthday and you have to all be famous chris's i would hate having to track down that costume and pay for it but also like invite me invite. i saw one where it was like come as you dressed in high school oh i was like that'd be a fucking hilarious party it would be a hilarious party i would just be wearing dickies yeah and like a volcom t-shirt me too yeah we would be and, and uh, checkered vans Oh yeah, I Absolutely. had those. I had the red and black ones. I loved. Yeah, let's do the party. Yeah, we, we don't should. have any friends. What are we talking about? No one's gonna come to that. <sighs> My baby's gonna get sick. I'm gonna have to cancel at the last second. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what did you think of when Joe? Oh, I don't know why I talk like an Italian accent. <laughs> what do you think of when Joe was saying uh, to Charlotte? Do you think that he has like? So in the book, they make it more that he bounces because of what everyone in the town is saying yeah his goodbye with charlotte doesn't really allude to the fact that like i'm leaving forever no and she just said and joe's gone it's gone where and then later she says california but there's a little bit where you're like what do you mean it was like that night they knew he was leaving forever yeah because everyone in the town was talking about how he slept with a 15 year old which i was like this is a small town i'm guarantee you you guys have done y'all done that before worse (laughs) i honestly think this movie I would even be fine as much as he's hot if he wasn't even remotely involved in the movie. There was oh, no see, Joe Oh, we need a lusty. I, I needed a lusty. The lusty is fine, but from afar, if nothing ever happened, like, I don't like, like, all the scenes at the convent, I find, like, I didn't want to rewatch them. They made me upset when I was a kid. You know what it was? I think I interpreted his silence as him being slow. Like slow Joe who drives the school bus. Yeah. I also made a note that I would never miss a day of school if that was my bus driver. <laughs> yeah. I'd be there true. bright and early. That's true. I'm so embarrassed for her when she goes to the hospital with the lipstick all I over know. her face. I know. I felt so sick of just like, I think we've all been there where you see yourself in fluorescent lighting after like, not not even a walk of shame like just doing something that you wanted to do yeah and you're just like i thought i looked like the tits yeah and i look like i've been hit by a car and it just makes her look even more stupid to her mom and yeah more irresponsible because she's like wearing her mom's outfit and her yeah. hair's all messed up and her, oh my god i love the friend who sells the cosmetics yeah she's like just always there i know where was her mom did they ever tell you where she was i that don't night? know she's just like she's out i don't know where she was katie 
Does she get stuck on something or she's just drunk and can't swim? From what I saw, she's just drunk and can't swim. But now I feel like, was her foot cut? I don't remember. All I know is like since childhood, I've always been like, don't swim with a blanket. <laughs> don't swim in a robe. No. Yeah. Like you'll just drown. And because she's a, a champion swimmer. Yeah. Poor Katie. She forgives Charlotte real fast, though. Oh, she really does. Even Rachel forgives her after slapping her. I think they were like, okay, the score has been settled. <laughs> yeah, it felt like a, a release in some way, even though I hated that. I hated that she hit her. Yeah. I've been popped in the face before. It's not fun. No. It's, uh, yeah, I hated that part. But it ends, like, it's not about, it was never about Joe, because she doesn't even care when he leaves. No. she. Di- it was just about her all along. Did you read that? this part yeah so tell me i didn't read all of it i stopped myself because i want you to tell me what happened they were originally in the movie gonna make it so that charlotte kills herself oh i didn't know that no yeah. i was thinking about the casting and i was worried that that was in the book so that's why i went and downloaded the book but they were so committed to this being a dark movie that they wanted charlotte to complete suicide <gasps> at the end of the book i didn't know that but the end of the book has a lot of criticisms because it ends super abruptly with the, her just being like, and now I love Greek mythology. And that's it. There's actually a sequel called oh. Starfish. Oh. That picks up. Is it about Christina Ricci? It's still, I think it is, but it, I think it's still about Charlotte. Because I feel like they could do a whole movie like working through Kate's now like PTSD for swimming and she can't like go underwater anymore right. and shit. She can't drink red wine. Yeah. <laughs> she can't trust her sister. <laughs> Yeah, so casting-wise, this would have been a very different movie if the original cast of Barbara Streisand and Dudley Moore had been in place. Yeah. I could see Barbara doing well, but Cher aces this role. Yeah. I know. I could see Barbara doing well. I also, I, I know I, we haven't really been doing recasting, but I was like, let's remake it with Gaga. <gasps> Gaga is the mom oh it'd be so good but i couldn't think i never know who's young and hot these days like who would be all the other actors like joe would be like austin butler or something or like jacob alordi <laughs> he'd be very tall he would be very tall he's hitting his head on the top of the bus when he's driving i don't know if gaga could do the levity of rachel. i think so i think she'd be the perfect rachel i think she'd be so good that's a great idea. Let's Let me re- think. Who do it. She's the I right think? age. I know she's not 44, but she's older than 31. Um, I think you could have like um, that girl who's in Priscilla could be a good Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. Kaylee Spaney or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. It's a Bob Hoskins role. Be any little oh, man. Oh, yeah. Any little man. Who's, it's like a Jack Black type. Jack Black. Do you think he's too old? No, I guess Bob Hoskins is supposed to be old, isn't he? Yeah. So he keeps saying, I'm an old man. Yeah. Jack Black 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 and Lady Gaga. 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 There'd be no way that there's no singing in this movie. And I know Cher has a song in this movie, but it's not till the end. The Shoop Shoop song. To to the credits, isn't it? Is it anywhere else in the movie? I don't think so. No, but Gaga would make it like, she's a method mom who Mm -hmm. slapped all these kids. (laughs) I think Gaga would be perfect. That's a really good pick. I was just watching it thinking, because they have a kind of similar face structure and like, I don't, and they're the same people. Like to me, like Cher at that time is Gaga now. Yes. You know? Moonstruck Cher is Gaga. It's the same placement of celebrity and... I think it bothered me in Moonstruck that she's not Italian in real life. Yeah. Is she Greek? 
she's Armenian. Oh, because in this movie she goes, Charlotte, we're not Greek. And I was like, but are you? <laughs> Armenian. And then I thought, or is she Italian? Because I'm Moonstruck. I haven't looked it up. She's Armenian? Yeah, like the Kardashians. She's the OG. She is. She can do whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. Man. Chris Jenner could never. Chris Jenner wishes. Kristen Jenner. We have the same first name. Get come fucked. as a Kristen. You're... You're come as Chris Jenner. Oh, yeah. I come myself. I'm trying to think of who would be a really good Rachel. For some reason, like, I went to Kate Hudson. Really? But, like, young Kate Hudson. Like, Penny Lane Kate Hudson. Yeah, when she was cool and effortless. Interesting. No, I no. think for, like, a movie like this that is such, like, a kind of... You know, when there's movies that are, like, female-focused, that are quieter, kind of indie, and you want to have that, like, star or that, like, interest, I think Gaga, especially since doing uh, Star is Born, people would be really interested to see her oh. do another movie where she's not, uh, whatever that... What was that last one? Gotti. House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Yeah. I think people would be... I think it would draw people to that movie, especially for, like, a quiet kind of movie maybe you have to be a like a pop superstar to play that role i think so like madonna could have been it oh absolutely yeah oh, i love when madonna's in movies not Me now too. but before oh, i love madonna movies she could have done it she definitely could have she could have done it at the time true maybe she would have been a little young 90 yeah i think she'd been a little young i mean better than evita i love evita oh, yeah she did she, did she i love evita better than Cher would have been great in evita yeah. Cher couldn't do Evita. I think so. Gaga could do Evita. That's true. I wonder if that's in the works. Please, let's write to like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Dear Bradley Cooper, stop putting yourself in the main roles of movies. <laughs> we don't go to movies to watch men. We don't go to movies to watch women. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that movie, Maestro or whatever. Are you no. going to watch it? No. No. It's supposed to be about Carrie Mulligan. And it's just, I just feel like we can tell when you want an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. Can tell when you want it so bad. Oscar bait. No, thank you. And I also get that for studios, having him attached to it would be good. But like, I don't want to see you on screen anymore. No. Trying to get an Oscar. You don't think he should be Antonio Banderas' role in La Vida? No, we have to cast, <laughs> uh, cast Pedro. <laughs> Pedro would be good as Bob Hoskins. <laughs> You would. Oh, man. I want to watch this movie. Gaga. Pedro. No, Pedro's too tall. It needs to be a little man. Yeah, I think Jack Black would work. Maybe Kieran Culkin. <laughs> a little tiny Kieran Culkin. I do love Kieran Culkin. I think it needs to be a comedian because I think... Oh, yeah. Bob well, she's H- funny. He, yeah. But he's not old enough. No. He actually could work, actually. I do want to talk about, though, I know we're talking about mermaids, but when we're done, I want to talk about, I watched a lot of movies because I've yeah? been so horizontal. We, we have to pick our Taylor Swift song. Oh, I didn't even think about a Taylor Swift For song. For me, it's seven. I was going to say seven. Yeah. Because it's about being like a kid and having things yeah, not. I think your house is haunted. Your yeah. Your dad's mad and that must be why. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I definitely think it's seven. It is seven. That is a good one. Good call. Or it don't, it always depends on like whose perspective are you going that's for. That's true. That's true. If, if you're just doing like Charlotte's perspective, it would be anything that's like about how she's desperately in love with somebody and it's like killing her. Yeah. Basically. Or if you're Rachel, it's which like walls up against a man. <laughs> but no, I, I, my first thought was seven about childhood. Yeah. No, it's true. Or weirdly, you could do like cardigan in a way. Yeah, for sure. For Rachel, because she put he put her on and made her feel like he was her favorite. Oh, if you guys have different thoughts, 
we're always open to talking about Taylor Swift. So mm-hmm. send him away. Okay, wait. There's also a cast. Did you hear? Did you read about the casting thing for Charlotte? Okay, so originally Winona Ryder was not the first choice for Charlotte. There was actually another person who was cast, and their name was Emily Lloyd, an English actress. She was replaced because Cher complained that Lloyd didn't look enough like her to play the daughter. Mm-hmm. But Lloyd had turned down the role to play Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, <gasps> Julia Roberts' role. So wow. she sued the production company and she won $175,000 in damages wow. for breach of contract. I didn't know that. That's crazy. And for like, I went and read a little bit because they, they filmed some of it. Yeah. With her in the spot. Isn't and then it- they refilmed it. Isn't it crazy when that happens? Like, also, you didn't think that maybe someone who's playing Cher's daughter should have brown hair. Yeah. I don't get it. That's true. But, but that's like, not that I'm, I honestly don't even know if I've seen all of the Back to the Futures, but knowing that like another guy filmed almost the whole first movie. Yeah, Eric Schultz. And it was like, Eric the Schultz, trajectory Mr. Brooks of his for Little life. Women. I don't, it, that's crazy to me. Imagine though also being that hated by like a studio or other actors or and whatever. And not that. really working again. Yeah. Crazy. So crazy. He's an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he directed them. The ones where he, oh no, he worked again, Eric Schultz. Yeah. He's a director. She didn't work again this girl. No, she did I don't recognize her at all. I thought maybe I would recognize her from some other kind of like 80s movies, but I don't know who she is. And if you look at her IMDb credits, she did work, but just not like yeah. this way she worked. No. Which I don't think anybody but Winona could have done that role. It was so good. A great choice to recast, but that would like I could never have the rejection that people have in these movies. No, maybe it fucks them up for life, and then they don't really do much after that. But yeah, I want to talk about so especially over like Christmas break, and then now being laying down all the time. Like we've been watching, like I've been really into watching new movies, which is not usually my thing. Usually, I like to rewatch my comfort movies. But I've just been, like, desperate for new content. So I want to talk about all the movies we've watched. Okay, what have you been watching? Okay, well, one was Saltburn. You didn't watch it, right? Because I was texting you the whole time saying, don't watch this No, but having heard about it, it feels like it was just to shock a little bit. Yes and no. I think it makes total sense in the movie, but... I would like a version that didn't have all the shocking scenes because I loved the movie, but I wanted to throw up. And I know that, like, from what I've seen on TikTok, especially, like, the gays are, like, all these hetero people are so, like, such prudes. But I'm sorry. Some of the things didn't even gross me out because I was so grossed out by the first thing. And I'm not going to spoil stuff, but, like, the bathtub scene, I'm sorry. I wanted to... I was gagging while I was watching it. and The, The humping the ground... The hump in the ground fit. You're like, yep, here we go. Could you imagine he just did that spontaneously and no one was like, what are you doing? Literally, I wanted to like make a TikTok saying like that kid read the script and said, you have to hump the ground and then was like, yeah, I want this role. But no, he didn't read that. He was like, I'm gonna hump this ground. I think my character would really fuck this I think he'd get his dick out right now. I would just be like, you don't need to do that. We're going to cut that. I think. And we also need to have a conversation about what's appropriate in the workplace. Yeah, I think it was like a striking scene. The problem is it went on for way too long. (laughs) Maybe if it was just like, oh, he's doing that. And then it cut. But no, we watched the whole thing. One of the criticisms, and I guess this is a spoiler alert that I've heard, is that when it's revealed that he was the mastermind behind it all. 
has been done better in other I agree movies i agree that i think they went through and showed you all the ways he was the mastermind and i wish they didn't mm-hmm. i didn't need it to be handed to me i would be fine with a lot of stuff being unsaid and untold um, but they literally do flashbacks and showed all the ways he manipulated the situations mm-hmm. i didn't need it that I mean, movie is mastermind the song Mastermind. oh i've seen the tiktoks <laughs> with the mastermind oh really yeah. it. <laughs> seen it yeah i as a as a whole the movie was beautiful and i love a movie like that where all these things are you know put in place and you don't realize till the end they all line up it was Mm -hmm. i thought it was fantastic i loved salt burn um i've been recommending it with a grain of salt of please don't then also be like why the fuck did you made me watch Mm -hmm. that i loved it um also i hate when conversations are going on without me like everyone was talking about it on social media i had to see it right and i'm glad i saw it like the night it came on prime because oh my god there's so many tiktoks about it after and i knew what everything was um tiktok really has a big impact on my life i should probably evaluate this um, and then what else we watch i actually watched that movie people were kind of shitting on it but it came out during the christmas break of um the one about the end of the world and i can never remember what it's called leave the world behind oh right i actually loved it but i love apocalypse movies you would hate it uh i started reading the book oh really and then i stopped because i think i got pregnant and had a baby it doesn't seem like a book you'd like probably not no but rebecca gave it to me she loved it so i liked it a lot i mean i love ethan hawk i love julia yeah they're not very likable in this movie that's what i hear what's really funny is ethan hawk's in it but so is kevin bacon and the whole time i kept going second kevin bacon's really good in this movie they both have the same beard hair color and i have like white boy blindness like if i didn't know that they were like i know who those two people are if this was if they were lesser known actors i would have been very confused like when i saw lord of the rings and i, I have thought that Boromir a lot the same person with people on the bachelor yeah when i'm like lauren s lauren q Haley, oh. Haley m like they just like i'm just i have so... a lot of trouble with that yeah yeah so i really hey, liked White, it ben affleck remember that movie role models so good. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i really liked it i do recommend it i we were out like at a christmas dinner and someone was saying don't waste your time they don't tell you anything in this movie but like you heard i'm gonna waste my time i was like i still want to know but you know what i don't i think people expect too much for movies like in the way that saltburn she tells you too much in the end this movie doesn't tell you a lot and people said that was frustrating but i prefer it i don't need it to be i don't need it to go on longer than it needed to I don't know. You're supposed to see the movie from those people's perspective. And of course, they don't know what's happening with the world ending. I don't know. I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. And last night, we both this weekend watched Killers of the Flower Moon. It took me two days. I did it in one. I did not expect to be able to do it in one setting. But we just that what I was yelling at one point that this movie is 90 minutes longer than it needed to be. Absolutely. During there's a scene where like all of the um osage people in the town are meeting talking about like all the like atrocities that are happening to them and how they need to fix it but it goes on for like 25 minutes Mm -hmm. oh see that's not what i would have cut i just think but i just think conversations go on too long yes i get it like we got the gist you don't need to tell me 10 other times and they do this we know we have we're seeing the movie we're watching it we know this is happening the conversations between um robert de niro and leonardo DiCaprio go on so So long long. where he just like is like you can i don't know i think the emphasis is to show the manipulation and show like first of all i didn't know leonardo DiCaprio was not a good guy in this movie no i didn't really do much like research other than to know like it's a true story but i'm not used like i guess django is a movie where he's not a good person yeah but 
it bothered me to see him not be a good guy. I, I was still rooting for him even in the end. Yeah, what? Yeah. I was like, do you think she's going to be okay with all the things he just revealed? Maybe they'll get back together. So spoiler alert. Yeah, these are just all spoilers for this movie. <laughs> so I knew that Robert De Niro's character is the villain who like hatches his plan mm-hmm. to kill off all of these members of an Osage family to like collect all their money, which is so fucked up. This, this head right system. It's saltburn, but real. Yeah. And it's so dark. Horrible. Yeah. And like, I didn't know anything about the Osage people and like how much money they had and yeah. when they had white servants I was like that's fucking amazing. Oh yeah, I was like they got white people serving them. That's crazy. But when they had conversations where Robert De Niro's like this could be bad for you, just yeah. could be bad for you and it yeah. just goes on and, and we're on. like okay, edit. That's what I'm saying. Edit. I don't need to see Robert De Niro spanking Leo. Like I don't. Yeah. Like do you know what I I, I wrote to you saying sometimes it felt like it felt a little masturbatory to just like give Robert De Niro and Leo these moments on screen to just yeah. like go on. And I'm just like, yeah. cut it. They're not who I would have loved it if it was told through Molly's eyes. I know. What did you think of her performance? I thought she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think what's hard is that you the whole time you're like, how does she not see this is all happening? And she still goes to him and still trusts them. And if it was through her perspective, maybe it would have been a lot more like confusing Mm -hmm. or like why is this happening and i don't know i thought she was phenomenal though like she's got to get the oscar for that i think she will i thought um tattoo cardinal the mom uh, yeah lizzie q i loved when they did her dying scene yeah where all of a sudden it just like changes to a bright color she just walks away and then it cuts back to see their her crying yeah like this woman Lily Gladstone's character has so much loss. I don't even know how she's like still upset in the end. Like, how do you even continue to be that sad? And it's interesting that it's only when his child dies of an unrelated. Yeah. That he is realizing, like, I can't do this. I have to be with my family. Yeah. And then there was a moment where I thought maybe Robert De Niro had a hand in the kid dying, though. Oh, I know she was sick, but like, it seems like almost like he knew. I don't know. I feel like he had a hand in it. The manipulation yeah. of just like like wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. So bad. I thought it was just terrible. Yeah. Good movie. I just think there's a lot of parts that were slow and I just kept being like, Scorsese, we get it. You're old. You probably like long documentaries about the war. At this point, just do miniseries. Yeah. It's, like, it's too much. It was too long. Yeah, Overall. Irishman should have just been a movie, like a, a miniseries. I didn't even watch that one. You don't need to. It's it's too long. No. That's why I honestly didn't want to see this movie because I didn't... I felt like it was such an undertaking. And at one point I just yelled, I feel like I'm in class. Like, this is an assignment. To watch it? That's why yeah. it took me two days. Because I was like, well, I'd it start was. watching it at 10 o'clock and I'd have to go to bed. Everyone's in it. Mm-hmm. Every time someone else came on screen, I was like, hey! I just... Like I said to you last night, it was every white person that didn't get cast in Oppenheimer, they were like, you can be in this movie. Yeah. It was like, I, and Jeff is like very much like celebrity blind. So I'm like, there's Brendan Fraser. He goes, where? I'm like, that man is Brendan Fraser. And he went, no. And I was like, yes. Yeah. John Lithgow. When I saw him, I got so happy. Well, just his first, you only hear his voice. And Jeff goes, John Lithgow. I'm like, I guess so. And then at one point I was like, that is Jack White. I know. Why is Jack White in I this know. movie? I don't even know what they said in the end when they told the whole explanation of how it all ended. Because I was going jack white she died of diabetes at age 50 yeah but what happened with what happened to him they let him out early and he just like lived in a trailer park and for the rest of his life with his brother 
Oh, it's very interesting. I also thought the story took when I from the previews that it took place much longer ago than it did. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started seeing the cars, I was like, oh, OK, now this is like 20s. This is like post World War One, pre World War Two. Yeah. But no, but, no, it was a little 20s. Yeah, 30s. I was a little alarmed about how recent it was. <laughs> it's so it's it made yeah. me so upset. Yeah, great, great movie overall. Lily Gladstone. Also, sometimes they would um, ca- uh, close caption what they were saying, and, and then sometimes, sometimes they, they didn't. And I was like, I want to know everything. Whole conversations. Yeah, I know. We were yelling at the TV, being like, "What are they talking about now?" And then they would show it a little bit. It, oh my god! I just also liked that that people have so much ritual. I was like, mm-hmm. like when someone dies, I just feel like that ritual sometimes is just like so fast with like yeah in the western culture like white culture yeah and they're but, all they're about grieving yeah like they do it for longer and the whole community is involved and when they, she was like when you see the owl that means death is coming and yeah. i thought when she saw it i was like oh no oh. <laughs> i said it out loud oh no i know she's beautiful oh my gosh literally no makeup on her face sweating in a bed and you're like beautiful cheekbones yeah. eyebrows yeah beautiful beautiful she's 37 she is i thought she was 33 i looked it up i thought she was 37 either way we could still be beautiful wow there's hope for us yet (laughs) did you watch anything else oh i finally watched causeway loved it Mm -hmm. love brian tyree henry Mm -hmm. i was like oh he's in a pool he's so cute i think he's the cutest and I know Jennifer Lawrence is like a lesbian and truly fucked up in that movie, but I wanted to see them get it on. Yeah. I really did. He's so cute to me. He's like my celebrity crush. Queen He's been my celebrity crush for like, what, like a year now? Ugh. Fuck Happy Jacob Elordi. Yeah. No, Fuck. I don't. Jacob Elordi doesn't do it for me. He's so tall. Too tall. Give me that. Too tall. Give me that chubby black boy. He's so cute. He just looks like every other boy that's ever been I a know. boy. There's something about him that's so like sweet in the face. Ugh. But yeah, Jacob Elordi is too too, too long, long boy. Daddy long legs, <laughs> little spider. But I really did like Causeway. It's one. It's you know again. It's kind of like a quiet movie, but like great acting, just phenomenal acting. I love that movie. Jennifer Lawrence needs more props for that one. Yeah, I love J Law though. I'm a huge J Law fan. She can do it all wrong to me, oh, except geez. for Joy. That was really boring. Joy was terrible, and I was so excited. I just to see watched it. a movie about a mop. She <laughs> watched a movie about a anyone mop. can make a movie about a mop though. It's that girl. She looks great. These I days tried too. watching Oppenheimer. Couldn't get through it. Oh, you didn't finish it? Too much. I mean, I was also sick, so I think it was like science, 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 yeah. science, bomb, science, science, and I was like, I can't. I saw it in the theater. I liked it better than like Killers of the Flower Moon. Like if we're comparing like uh, boy movies, yeah, it's. I liked it better. I thought it had a better pace to it. And... Do you know what it is? And you just made it clear. What? It's a boy movie. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon should have been a woman movie. Yes. Like. Get a female producer on there. Get a co-director mm-hmm. because they missed the parts I care about. I think they were like, we're going to take it from the old Italian man perspective instead yeah. of a, a young indigenous woman's perspective, which would have required a different director because I think people would have been very critical if it was from uh, Molly's point of view. But, right. but it was Scorsese. Yeah, I think I just I think I just wish... Out of all the interesting people in that movie, she was the most interesting to me. Yeah. Robert De Niro was just kind of like an evil gremlin that I wanted to kick. Yeah. (laughs) And Leonardo DiCaprio, when I saw his teeth. Bad. 
I said, I think he had a nose on as well. Oh, really? Because I was like, that's not my friend. Leo. <laughs> I was going to say to Jeff, can you believe he's 50? Is, do you think that like he has it in his movies that like he's never going to kiss a woman over 25? I don't know. Well, he kisses her and she's in her 30s. Yeah, but like he doesn't like he has the teeth as a barrier. I thought it's so bad. I thought so many times during that movie, like, did he throw up after kissing her? Because he's just so specific in real life about who he's, he's attracted to. 50 years old. He's 49 right now. Yeah. And he wants old. to just listen. The older you get. I'm going to expect you to be with a 25-year-old in a way. Yeah. If he all of a sudden pulled a, a George Clooney and was like, I'm going to go for, like, Greta Thunberg, like, <laughs> when she's of age. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Actually, they'd have a lot in common. The environment. <laughs> the environment. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder, like, even from, like, Lily's perspective, knowing she's there she's not gonna have an on-set romance with leonardo like she's immediately friend zone imagine like you've been waiting your whole life to like bake out with leo at a movie not saying that everybody does but i would if i was like i still love him in romeo and juliet yeah and then that's the leo that you get to make out no with? no no i just can't believe he's he to me he's 17 he'll always be 17 yeah not 50 i don't he's um he's kind of going like there was almost like a Daniel Day Lewis moment where he's like, "That was my child." Yeah. But like when he cries. Oh, my boy. Yeah. I wonder if, and this is weird because I realize as a parent, I'm not saying something. Like I'm not saying everybody needs to be a parent, but because Leo hasn't had these certain experiences oh, in his yeah. life, would his acting just change to like a different place? Because like his reaction was really like very like animalistic. Mm-hmm. But I almost think like they would be like more like a violent way yeah. if someone took your hurt your ch- like took yeah. your child instead of curling up in a ball. Yeah. So like yeah. I feel like there's I just I wonder what it would do for his acting skills to 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 start a family. He's like I dated Gigi Hadid for a bit. She has a baby. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got the gist. But again, not saying everybody needs to. I'm just saying it'd be very interesting to see how his acting would evolve. No, for sure. I think they pull from things in their real life, but Leo is—he has sex with headphones on, man. It's nothing about Leo's life. Oh is, gosh, that's my favorite hot. fact. What other Academy Award like movies are there? Uh, I want to see the holdovers. I want to see the holdovers and past lives. And I want to see past lives, but I feel like I need to watch it alone because my I, yeah. husband's going to be like, "Who are you thinking about?" No, I can't. I'll be like, not you. No, I can't watch it. I have to watch it by myself. I'll watch it alone with you. Do you want to just cry together? Yeah yeah well if because we're probably going to pay to rent it so let's just rent it together yeah i've been wanting to watch it for i've I've, that movie's been on my radar for like six months but i just was waiting for i feel like it's got to come to something and it hasn't it's just on apple yeah we'll have to pay for it but that yeah holdovers and that and anatomy of a fall or like the three movies and and priscilla i'm waiting poor things might watch Everyone says it's great, but I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Laura saw it. She said it was really good. Yeah. But I'm like, going to be surprised, but like, there's just so many good movies this year that like, you know, Leo's like going to be passed over entirely. I don't even know. Will he be nominated for an Oscar? I don't Who knows? think so. I don't think he needs one. I know, but that's, but that's the caliber of movies this year that he was in a Scorsese movie and he'll probably be passed over even for the You know noms. what, though? It's kind of like when David O. Russell casts the same people. Yeah. Like, we need to mix it up a little bit. I know. Like, we need to get another Italian old man. Well. (laughs) Like, we need to get 
another like middle-aged man yeah at one point jeff goes so jeff always calls jesse plumman's fat damon because yeah. he looks like matt damon but fat and he goes fat damon's in this movie and i was like we're an hour and a half in what do you mean fat damon's in this movie he's not in it yet and then i was like do you mean matt damon because it's scorsese like is it matt damon and he's like no it's fat damon and then he shows up but i'm like i didn't even expect i was like it's not jesse plumman's he means matt damon no because he always casts the same people because i was like why is jesse plumman's on the red carpets <laughs> and then I see for for He's this movie much later in the movie. It's before he got Ozempic. I feel like everyone thinks that it's a lock between Killian, but I think people are thinking it's either me, Killian, or Paul Giamatti for the Oscar. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I haven't really been paying attention to male frontrunners for it. I never pay attention to men. No, I don't care. I even I, while we were watching Killers of Flower Moon, I went, "Did he win for the whale?" Brendan Fraser and he did, he did. Yeah. but I couldn't remember because I don't give a shit I'm not gonna watch it I, like I don't want to feel bad at movies and I'm it also never just gonna felt see the like, whale you know what like just I don't know it felt exploitive that story a little bit yeah the whale's not for me um, seems too sad May December I'm thick here I'm a thick here person May, De- May December I didn't really like if it. Charles Melton doesn't get the friggin uh, supporting actor not uh not even not like nomination but he deserves the oscar yeah a thousand percent absolutely he was a perfect man child perfect man child do you think ryan gosling's gonna get nominated i think so but people don't respect comedy i know i feel like they should just do it anyway give it to ryan it's his time it's his time to shine put put ryan in a scorsese movie Ooh. none of this leo get him out of there we're done like i want an unexpected scorsese muse yeah like ryan gosling or seems like scorsese likes the boys yeah so let's say like put a matthew mcconaughey in a scorsese movie yeah it would work what could we do no more tarantino i'm tarantino'd out too violent i'm everybody out greta gerwig's the departed <laughs> yeah what's all women what she remake next <laughs> the departed eight oceans eight. Oh my god no that was so bad departed. every time they make a female version of a movie it's so shit i know i think so too and then we just prove everyone's point over and over again stop I mean, doing that true anything else oh we didn't give our comfort rating oh of mermaids mm-hmm. i you know what laying in bed last night just watching it by myself it i was a vibe i was so happy I just laid there and ate a bag of chips on my side. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I was so happy. So for me, I was very comforted. I'm going to say like 9.2 star-faced ham sandwiches out of 10. Wow. I'm going to go nine pumpkin head Christina Ricci's. We didn't even talk about it. Rachel Flax. Rachel Flax. That is one of my favorite gifts to send people. Love I it. love that part. It's out of nowhere and it's so Her funny. performance, so pure. So, A star is born. There are two types fish. Of, there's two types of child actors. There's ones who like hit their mark and like you can tell they've rehearsed and are terrible. And then there's ones who are just... Liam Aiken. Do they even know they're there? Do they even know there's a camera? I love them. Liam Aiken went to the Christina Ricci School of Acting. Absolutely. She was beautiful, adorable. Oh, her little red shoes and her little bowl cut. In the end, when she's dancing around mm-hmm. in her little bathing suit and her little bum and her little bathing suit. Yeah. So cute. And she goes and brings the pool inside. So cute. She's so cute. Anyways. Mermaids, man. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Oh, if you haven't seen it. You probably have to rent it on Apple. Uh, yeah, I got a free trial of the Super Channel to get it, and everything on there just looks vaguely Christian. <laughs> super duper, super duper channel. It's a lot of smiling white people, and a show like there's a show called Chesapeake Shores. 
I canceled the subscription immediately. I just got it. I do so that too. Money. Otherwise, I'll forget. And then I'll exactly. leave one of those things like Rocket, whatever, that like cancels them all for you. Yeah. No, I always cancel immediately. So if, you're, if you're in Canada, at least you can watch it on Super Channel for free. As per usual, you can find us on Instagram at Comfort Watch Podcast. TikTok, Comfort Watch Podcast. Yes. Email, Comfort Watch Pod. Yes. Hard, hard D. At gmail.com. We are are going to do our best to make it through the next seven days. The fact that this is even happening and I can't even be upright. I think Never we podcast sitting upright again. I'm actually really cozy. It's I'm, throwing me off that I'm on the opposite side of the couch. I know. We had to switch spots. I'm on the chaise. But, and there's no puppies here, so we don't have to share any room. Hopefully, we, hopefully this comes out. <laughs> yeah, week. hopefully this comes out. It and, might not uh, be as edited as um, usually it is. I edit out like every pause, every sniffle, every yeah. breath. And um, I'm laying down, so I don't think I'm going to be doing that. So enjoy the long pauses. Embrace embrace Snyder the cut. quiet moments in life. That's right. <laughs> um, but we will be back with... Are we going to do Moonstruck? I would, I would love to. I haven't seen that movie in so long. So. I think we're just going to keep the share rolling. Yeah, it's let's wintry. Do, let's do Moonstruck. I like this because it's kind of like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. So we, we watch a movie with Ronona, then we have to watch another movie, and that connects us to the next actor. Yeah, but I don't want to watch Nicolas Cage. I want to watch like Olympia Dukakis movies that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Olympia Dukakis, let's do Look Who's Talking. <laughs> she's the mom. No, we could do, um, she's in, uh, uh, what's Steel Magnolias? Oh, and then we have endless possibilities oh. from there. Shelby, my colors wow. are blush and bashful. Six, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is my favorite game. So if you want to play it like this, I'm... I know we played it in a pool once for like three hours. I could do it forever. <sighs> okay, until next time, stay comfy, stay cozy. Bye-bye. Bye bye.